So this topic has been on my mind. I've been talking about it for years on one-on-one conversations and coaching. And my session this morning reminded me that I needed to bring it up and really broadcast it because there are a lot of misconceptions about burnout and what the first step actually is. Over the years, I've talked at a number of conferences for entrepreneurs, women leaders, senior leaders, people in the tech industry. Without a doubt, everyone in every industry experiences some level of burnout. And over the last three years, all of this has been compounded. You know, you talk about the effects of COVID, you have conflict around the world, you have climate change and all of these extreme weather events and inflation and economic stresses. Without fail, we are experiencing more compounded stress and trauma than we ever have before. And there seems to be this lack of acknowledgement of what's actually happening or what people need. That's a whole other topic for another day. And believe me, I'm going to bring it up. But I want to talk about burnout specifically because people typically catch it when it is very well on its way to having negative impacts on your life, on your health, on your energy. And I want to talk about the first sign, because if we can start to acknowledge it and address it there, we create more options for choice, more options for care and healing, more options to get ourselves some help so that we don't become victims of it, so that we don't get taken under by those feelings of burnout. And one of my clients this morning asked me, so is there a way to ever eradicate burnout or get rid of it? And I said, well, that's like asking stress not to happen. That's like asking friction not to happen. So in physics, there's always going to be friction, meaning that things are always going to rub up against each other. We are never just fully aligned in the way that things work. So if you keep that principle in mind, we as human beings are always rubbing up against different energies, different personalities. Uh, We are conflicting all the time. We have our own preferences, beliefs, values. Um, so it's not necessarily a matter of eliminating it, but managing it better. And so by being aware of this first sign that I'm going to share with you, we can better be aware and solve for it before it starts to wear us out. Because the thing about burnout is it's literally compounded stress that just wears down on us. It wears down on our energy. It weighs, weighs down on our patients. It weighs down on our health until we literally have nothing left to give. So first it whispers, it tries to get our attention, then it talks, then it screams at us, and then it paralyzes us. And it's gonna show up different for different people, for your values, for your environment, for your personality type, all of these things factor in it. So keep notes of how it shows up for you. Because when we are more aware, we have more information, we have more observation, to actually work with and to solve for. So I'm going to now share with you after that amazing buildup of what the first sign of burnout is. And if you Google this, some people have four stages of burnout, some have six, some have 12. Some of them don't even include this first step, but I think we need to start including it. And the first stage of burnout is compulsive ambition. I'm going to say that again. The first stage of burnout is compulsive ambition. Now let's start at the first part of that phrase, compulsive, meaning that we have this obsession. It feels almost like it's coming outside of us, but we must do it. We have to do it. And the ambition is this overinflation of what we think we can actually get done. So we've got this mountain of a to-do list. We've got probably a messy house. We've got kids, we got to run around. We've got errands. We got to do things are broken. We got to fix them. 
all these things have to do. And then we find ourselves taking on more things because we think that we have a superpower that's going to come out of nowhere, that we have this image that we can do it all, that we are going to just wake up one day and have amazing energy. So we start adding more and more and more to our plate, which we know is not feasible. So you might actually get these surges of energy, very short-lived, where you get a little bit done, but it's not sustainable. You may have reactive energy that feels very empowered and productive, but if you start to look a little closer, it's actually a stress response. So in previous videos, we've talked about the four stages or the four responses to stress. These are really important to know because your default is going to indicate how you react in this first stage of burnout. So if you are in the fight, you're probably just getting things done. You're checking things off the list because like you're like slaying the dragons on your list, right? If you are in freeze, you might not get it done, but you think you should be getting it done. So then we start to judge ourselves. I should be creating. I should be getting things done. I should be having these conversations. But because it's not happening, we're creating more stress and more judgment, which is further depleting ourselves. And then if we look at flight, we're probably getting out of things left and right, getting them out. But we're judging ourselves for leaving because we should be getting it done. And the to-do list keeps on building. And the fourth one, which I suspect is a pretty strong culprit in our compulsive ambition is fawn. So we start saying yes. We start people pleasing. We start doing extra or saying we're going to do extra. We start over committing. And before we know it, we have the weight of the world on our shoulders. So we think we have to do it or we're going to let people down. And that is where the judgment starts to increase. And that's where the self-speak starts to get more negative. We start to focus on all the things that aren't working and then we've got to pile up. And over time, the more that we tolerate that, the more it wears us down, the more it further depletes us, the more that it creates more stress in us and the more it leads to burnout. So where's the opportunity? The opportunity is to acknowledge whatever is represented in your expression of compulsive ambition. So for me, what I used to happen is I would start to create projects. I would have a mountain of things that I needed to do for clients, but I'm like, I'm going to just write a book. I should write the ultimate book. Yeah. Or I should do these things. And I would have like six working projects when I needed to take care of this list that was right in front of me. It was the ultimate distraction and deflection because I felt super productive. It felt like I was moving towards the goal, but in reality, it was a distraction and I was just making myself more and more tired. And so I had less to give to my work that paid the bills. And I had less to give when I was doing things that I thought were creative. So in the case of my client this morning, they were judging themselves because they thought that they were supposed to be in this creative mode, that they should be doing these things to move them forward. And I was like, I think it's the exact opposite because everything you're saying to me is you're tired, you're depleted. You need to take care of yourself. You're not listening to yourself. So the opportunity is to take care of the need. So if you notice that you feel this drive that almost feels like it's an out-of-body experience to do more or say you're going to do more, question where it's coming from. Who is the voice that's actually saying it? Is it coming from you or is it coming from something outside of you of what you think you should or you need to be doing? We've talked in past episodes about the range of engagement from can't, 
have to, need to, and want to. So if it's not coming from a place of proactive, engaging, and empowered choice, it's coming from something outside of us. And so we have to create that separation and space in order for us to make sense of it. Because if you're always living your life based on someone else's expectation, you're never listening to that inner voice. And you're never taking care of those needs. You're never building that inner trust. You're creating more scarcity, more lack. And you have all the answers you need within yourself. But you do need to create the space to listen, to take care of yourself. And I promise you, the more that you start doing that, the more energy you're going to get, the more productive you're going to feel, the more present you're going to be with yourself, with your friends, with your family, with the people in your life. And you're going to have more fulfillment and more satisfaction. So doing the exact opposite, doing less is actually going to give you more. It's going to give you more value, more quality, more impact. So I hope this was helpful. I hope that you can put a name to whatever the compulsive ambition is and how it shows up and you can start to nip it head on so that it does not have those negative impacts later on. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out lauren at spitfirecoach.com. And just as a reminder, make sure you're subscribed to the Spitfire podcast or on our YouTube channel at Spitfire Coach. We're coming at you with hopefully weekly videos. I'm doing my best here. So if you have questions, if you have comments, we'd love to hear them and y'all keep being awesome. Thanks so much for listening. If you're interested, we have an event coming up on December 5th at 1 p.m. Eastern. Our Spitfire Executive Forum Series is tackling careful culture. What you're tiptoeing is actually stomping on. So if you're interested, invite some colleagues to it. You can head on over to learn.spitfirecoach.com slash executive forum. We'll also have the link available in the show notes. Hope to see you there. And as a reminder, make sure if you're not following us already, head on over to Spotify, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts, and make sure you leave a review. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you next time.